With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, hello, good evening. Welcome to another live edition of the ONG Strike Zone. Uh, I'm Brian Fulford. That that smile, those smiling rattlers, Kelvin Rozier, Kofi Hemingway. I, I think they're smiling because they didn't think I'd actually make it here in time for the start of the show, or either they're smiling at my loud green uh, polo. I can't really tell which one they're smiling and laughing about. Fellas, how you guys doing? What's going on, B? How I'm you doing, good, man? I'm glad Brian. you could make it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. And the beautiful thing about being on location is the delay sounds worse than ever, but, hey, you know, we'll just have to power through it. So it is what it is. Where you at? That's what I want to know. Like, where are you? Like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, so I am, I am uh, I'm broadcasting live outdoors at Riverwalk Stadium here in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, where the Tyson Foods Black College World Series is taking place, uh, featuring uh, eight of the top teams in NAIA, as well as NCAA Division II. And so we will crown a champion. I say we, but the the organizers, Black College Championships, uh, com. they will be crowning a champion here. This is actually the second year. Uh, for the uh, BCWS here in Montgomery. So already off to a good start. I was in the middle of calling a very exciting game earlier uh, between, I'm trying to remember who I, who, who, I, who was that, who, who was in that game I called. I don't even remember. Everything's a blur now. But anyway, I called game number two between, oh, Talladega and, come on, help me out, Mel. Talladega and, help me out. Come on. Florida Memorial, yes. See, Talladega and Florida Memorial. And then I was in the middle of calling Miles College and uh, Bluefield State. So uh, just finished with that. But I had to get out of there so I could come be here with you guys. So look at that, you know. Wow, dude. Appreciate it, bro. Well, thank you. I feel privileged. (laughs) It's all love. It's all love. Good to be here. We glad you came. Yeah, yeah. And, And, hey, thanks to... Got to give a shout out to everybody that's been supporting and watching the ONG over the last few weeks. Record numbers and support. 
out there. Uh, so we appreciate everybody who has uh, been watching the show, whether it be on obviously live on YouTube and Facebook, but if you caught the replays of the show or if you've caught the show on podcast on the BCSN pod zone, uh, wherever you've been catching the show, we appreciate it. I, I think we've been, been hitting home on some good topics and some good conversations. And uh, I think that hopefully that's why people are tuning in. So uh, just want to give a shout out and thanks to all of those folks. And just remind you, you can actually now donate and be a part of this experience that we are having here in these spaces. If you if you want to donate, it could be a cup of coffee, $5, $10, $18.87. Whatever you want to donate, you can go. If you're on YouTube, go and check out in the description. You'll see the link to our to our feed, uh, to our donation page there. You can drop a donation. Uh, everything is appreciated. Um, also, you know, for our folks on YouTube and Facebook, go ahead and <laughs> go, go ahead and, and hit the like, hit the like button, especially hit those likes on uh, Twitter. You know, that, that helps the algorithm grow. So yes, I am outside and at any point in time, any random Rattler or HBCU fan could walk by and, you know, can show some love. So, uh, gentlemen, what's been up with you, Calvin? How you feeling these days? Man, I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm a little mixed bag right now, man. I'm I'm a little concerned about some things happening in Rally Nation. I'm a little concerned with some things that we I think we're going to start off talking about in terms of uh, Delaware State and Southern. Man, we got some serious things that we need to address within our communities. Uh, the greater HBCU and black community, not just FAMU. And so uh, hopefully they're therapeutic for me. Yeah, yeah. Kofi, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm like Kelvin. Uh, and words of the psalmist, I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days and some sleepless nights, but every time I turn around and think things over, all my days outweigh my bad days and I won't complain until the next segment. So if you get me on the next segment, <laughs> if they let me talk, I'm trying to tell you, I got a whole lot to say, a whole lot to say. So, uh, yeah, I won't complain for now. How about that? Good, good, good. Let's 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 not complain. Uh, you know it. Uh, it is. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Kelvin. This this is a interesting month, Mental Health Awareness Month, if I'm not mistaken. As I think this month of May is. And uh, yes, you, you is. brought this idea, so kudos to you. We we always look. We want to be very real about our show. And as much as we love FAMU, we love HBCUs. We we just love our people and and some things that have happened recently within the HBCU sports community, uh, we feel like we just kind of had to touch on and talk about. Uh, obviously, uh, two major stories that have come up, and I'm not, I, I'm, I hate to mix them both, but I'll introduce our guests in a second and, and talk about why we wanted to talk about this. Um, a young lady, a cheerleader, um, young student athlete at Southern University um, took her life uh, about a week ago 
And, you know, it was very disturbing kind of hearing or seeing the message that she posted or the outlet, you know, that she chose to express her final thoughts on. Um, and that touched home for a lot of FAMU folks because, um, you know, you, you, you know, you, you hit on the fact that uh, FAMU had a student, uh, student athlete, a cheerleader um, who was taken away from, from her family and friends. Uh, different circumstances, but but still the same uh, tragedy nonetheless. And then we had the situation that occurred involving the Delaware State University lacrosse team in which they were, for lack of a better word, I mean, harassed. Uh, for I, And there's still, you know, one of those people, I like to try to know why things happen. Violated, yeah. Uh, coming from a lacrosse match. And so that happened in Georgia. So, I mean, the story got out over the last couple of uh, weeks, really. Um, and so we're still waiting on why it happened. But it just brings to light a lot of things, a lot of issues and things that happen within our community that we don't talk about. And, and I will confess here to you guys, I'm even going through that my own self. You know, and dealing with the own grief that I've been dealing with over the last few months. But I don't know how that looks. I don't know what that is. I've never dealt with anything like this. You know, and I know I have a, a loving sister who she's constantly telling me to go talk to this people. And she's more open about things than I am. So we thought we would bring on somebody that can kind of help us navigate through this. Um, and, and Kelvin, I'll let you introduce because this was this was your idea. So, Mel, if we could get ready to bring on our special guest, and Kelvin, I'll let you introduce who we have coming on and kind of what we wanted to do with this uh, first segment. So, uh, our special guest um, that'll be coming on is a rattler number one. Um, he's like a brother to me. There's nobody he's kin to that I'm not kin to. Because we are actually double first cousins. Two brothers married two sisters, our parents. So oh, wow. he, he grew up here in Tallahassee. Yeah, yeah. He grew up here in Tallahassee also. Um, so uh, I, I've known him all my life, literally. He's a couple of months older than I am. And so uh, we all went to FAMU. And uh, COVID was part of our circle. Um I'm gonna wait to wait till he gets on before we we relive one one particular situation, limitly. <laughs> but uh, uh, this brother has gone to do phenomenal things. He's a licensed um, psychologist. He's been doing counseling for for years. He teaches uh, in Minneapolis. He's been up about about 25, 30 years. I don't know how he's standing cold. He keeps saying he want to come back to Tallahassee. But I, I, I can't tell it, man. You know, he's been gone so long. He must like shoveling snow. But anyway, uh, a very conscious brother. Uh, he's a nuke, too. Um, I think a lot of people from their days, if you was on a, on a yard from like 89 to about 95, probably familiar with him or his wife. And uh, if you spend any time in the Minneapolis area, uh, you would know him, too. But anyway... Uh, this subject was, was serious, and I thought we had to have someone who was professional, 
to come and help us kind of talk through these things and drop some wisdom and hopefully this will benefit um someone in our community if only if only one person is it makes a difference for you know then that's good enough that's one that we help so so with no, uh, no further ado um this is the real dr phil i call him my the black <laughs> dr phil so my let's go doc. my cousin uh phil rosa what, what's how you doing man Oh man, you thank us? you, thank you for that introduction. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we good. Can you good. hear me? Okay. Thank, yes, thank sir. you for yes. that introduction. Matter of fact, I feel like I went home with that introduction. I feel like I'm back in Tallahassee now. <laughs> good to be hey, here. Before, before we get started, yeah. Before we get started, Brian, uh, Phil, you. You you the one with a photographic memory. You remember everything, and um, when we hadn't talked in a while, you always bring up something right that that bring it home. So you mentioned something earlier today when we talked about uh the last time me and you and Kofi uh were together. Uh, Kofi, we ain't going now. But do you, do, do you remember? Do you remember? What happens in Panama City stays in Panama City, and I'm just going to leave it at that. What happens in Panama City on hey. spring break will stay in Panama Amen. City spring break, and I'm going to leave Amen. it at that. But I found it very interesting that somebody ended up in Minneapolis. I'm just going to leave it right there. <laughs> Because it was some oh. people down from spring break that was down there from that Minnesota area. Hey, that, hey, know, hey, 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 Brian, you, Brian, uh -oh. you can go, you can go uh -oh. ahead with the show now. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. We, we hey, be telling hey, on folks. No uh, what happens in Panama City will stay in Panama City. That's right. Let's talk about some. That's Hallelujah. Right. Uh, Dr. Phil, thank you for thank you for coming in and, and joining us. Um, I, you know, I honestly, I don't know where to start, but as you, as you saw, let's, let's just talk about how we can help a friend. Let's start there. Um, obviously, you know, the young lady at Southern who, who, who took her life, um, expressed some things that I think she said something to the, to the effect of a lot of people may not have seen. I mean, I, I've seen photos where she looked happy and there were things on the outside that seemed normal, but how can, I guess from two aspects, let's go from our own selves. When we're projecting one thing, how do we cope with the other side when things aren't going well in our life, but then also our friends, like if we have friends, what can we do to be there for our friends who seem like everything is going great in their life? but maybe not telling us the real or at least all of what's going on in their own life. Hmm. Very good question. Very good question. Um, let me start off with we live in a different time. Um, and that's one of the things that we got working against us. Um, you know, in the generation before, I remember when we were younger, uh, you know, we would spend the night with each other. We would hang out for hours. Um, and all of that time, you get a chance to uh, connect with people in a way 
where people are actually sharing a little bit more with you than they normally would share. But this day and time in social media, you do quick taglines, quick text messages. Um, and so how close are you really getting to the people um, that you call your friends? How much time are you actually spending with them? You know, are you going in? I remember, um, you know, we just laughing and joking about Panama City. But that's a long ride to Panama City. Lots of discussions happen there. Lots of discussion happens on the way back. Um, and then when you pair that with COVID, when we were, we were quarantined, isolated, um, it put us in a bad predicament when it came to staying connected to the people around us. It's one of the things I think is important is to value relationships as far as quality. Um, and quality is making time for people to just to connect. Um, I think the other is that so many times we connect as a result of a business transaction or having some type of transactional relationship where, you know, I'm going to meet up with you because, you know, my girlfriend uh, is friends with your girlfriend. We're going to hang out. Um, or it's, it's transactional in the sense of, you know, we, you know, I have this business idea, you have the, a piece to this business idea, and so we're going to hang out. And so as a result of all of those transactional relationships, uh, we're not getting the time to actually form relationships that are strong enough for people to be vulnerable and talk things that may be bothering them. Uh, go go ahead, uh, Kofi. Well, I mean, Kofi, the, the whole something? mental health um, scenario is very dear to me. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. All right. I was just going to say that the mental health scenario is very dear to me because my spouse uh, was diagnosed as being bipolar. Um, you know, very, very early on, um, I didn't really have a, a healthy mental health. Um, you know, I was very spiritual, so to speak. And, you know, everything was a devil. Everything was a demon, you know, and I was ready to cast them out and do all kind of other stuff. <laughs> but listen, when the scenario began to manifest, you know, uh, I had people around me say, hey, something is wrong. Like something is off. I can't put my finger on it, but something is definitely off. What do you do you want to do? You know, how can we um, how can we help? Because, again, that's a whole different conversation because of certain laws. It doesn't agree to get the help they won't get it. So they have mm -hmm. to come into compliance to have a desire to see the need to get help in order to receive that help. Um, luckily, uh, when she had the breakdown, she was at school and they had to call the ambulance. I mean, it was, I'm getting very personal, but they had to call the ambulance. The ambulance came, they got her, picked her up. They're on I-285. They're telling me she almost tried to jump out of the back of the, of the ambulance. They had to bring her down. When I got to the place, she barely could. She 
first she recognized me, then she didn't recognize me. So again, you know, recognizing the signs, recognizing when A, something is off, something is not normal. What is normal behavior for Dr. Phil? What is normal behavior for Kelvin? What is normal behavior for Kofi? What is normal behavior for Brian? What is normal behavior for Akila? And then looking at when it ain't normal, you know, observing it and taking the time to say, hey, what what is, you know, this right here is not normal. How can we get you evaluated just to make sure that everything is okay? And it took years to be able to get to that point where you could openly, uh, I could openly ask my wife and then, you know, I became one of those people just, you know, looking around at everybody around me. No, 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 something is off. (laughs) Listen, no, something is clearly off with this particular individual we need to look at seeing what we need to do to them additional help, you know, or at least get them some counseling, get them some therapy. That's not a normal statement. That's not a normal, um, that's not their base for what they normally do. You know, they look, they look different. Let's talk about it. So what we're talking about is building stronger relationships that require you for doing more than just saying, hey, what's up? You know, it, it requires some questions. It requires some real quality time with the individual to get to know that individual, what makes them tick, what makes them happy, what makes them upset. And to hear, as uh, Brother Phil was talking about, um, all of the different traumas that they have gone through. You know, when my wife was going through that, uh way back in her childhood she dealt with i want to say the um the tragedy of her father murdering her mom and being there that's trauma so what might not be i mean that's significant trauma even at age two you know being able to cover all that up for all those years is a darn miracle but my point is let's take the time to get to know one another for real and be able to discern when something is off great great that's a great point great point kofi do y'all hear me yes yes i can hear you all right great great point um you you touched on something that is one of the signs uh, for someone who may have the potential to harm themselves, it's a big one. It's a, I call it the big T, trauma. Anybody with trauma history, um, it may put them at risk um, for all types of mental health concerns. Um, and unfortunately, we have to keep it real. In the Black community, there's trauma all up in our community for many different reasons, depending on where we live. If we live in the inner city, you know, we have trauma. I remember, you know, uh, in, even in Tallahassee, I remember hanging out uh, Magnolia Terrace. And I remember a friend, a childhood friend, killing himself and his wife and being carried out wow. in an ambulance and watching that. Um, and that's at a young age. Um, it's a lot more trauma I remember having. I remember having 
my own cousin murdered by her husband. And so we have this trauma that are typically a part of our lifestyle and some for some of us. And so that also puts us at, put us at risk for mental health concerns. Another one is, uh, you know, people who are struggling with a sexual orientation. Um, there's another trigger point, um, especially in at age between uh, 18 to 25, um, that whole coming out process. Um, a lot of people uh, of all demographic backgrounds struggling with their uh, sexual identity uh, may also be prone to harming themselves in some form or fashion. Um, substance abuse. Now, this is a big one because sometimes with substance abuse, things are bad, but then we make it worse when we smoke or drink because when we're uh, under the influence of substances, we're more likely to complete a suicide. Um, and we also more likely to uh, find ourselves in um, in arm's way with many other incidents, whether it be violent, whether it be uh, accidental, uh, but drugs tend to also be another place where um, we're kind of increasing our risk. And I think some of the, you know, it's not just risk factors, those are some of the risk risk factors. And of course, depression is a risk factor. And then when you think about the, the case of, uh, I think her name was Alana Miller, right? When you think of Alana Miller at uh, Southern, her reported that she's been struggling with this since high school. About who complete side is that they've had, had uh, suicidal ideation attempts before they actually complete their suicide. Many people who um, actually complete suicide, it usually is not the first go-round with that, those types of thoughts. Um, another trigger is impulsivity. So, you know, people who have a hard time controlling their impulses uh, typically are people at risk for harm themselves because they may make the decision without thinking it through. Um, and But the good thing is there are also some resilient factors that will protect us from mental health concerns. One is spirituality, um, having a strong faith and spiritual support, social support in, the, uh, in churches or in whatever spiritual institution that you're a part of. Um, that is a resilient factor that what we call a protective factor that may keep on arm's way of mental health. Um, another one, of course, is uh, having relationships where you can share and be vulnerable with people. Um, you know, I remember I was growing up, probably part of the reason why I didn't have as many concerns, even with the dramatic stuff happening with me, I had friends and cousins that I could talk to all the time about anything. And having that social support there to be able to talk about these different things kept me, it was a protective factor that kept me from um, developing, um, you know, certain mental health concerns later. Another protective factor um, is 
exercise, believe it or not. Um, so this is where, you know, in many cases, um, being an athlete, this is where it works in athlete's favor. Um, when, you know, exercise. We know for a fact that exercise fights depression and anxiety. Um, so that's another important protective factor. So Calvin, go ahead. And, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Doc. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Calvin. All I was going to say is protective factors is something to also pay attention to if you're looking for finding ways to kind of, um, you know, protect your loved ones. Uh, of course, uh, some of the risk factors are things to pay attention to uh, when you're wondering about people in trouble. Okay, Doc, you 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 kind of light enlighten us. Um, I, I want to get us out on on this. Uh, what are some of your recommendations if we have concerns about loved ones or friends uh, who? some of these risk factors and, and we we're looking for an intervention what what are suggestions yes yes so we talk about uh counseling one of the things that we found special for me is that you want to connect somebody with a counselor who looks like they have their experiences that's going to give you uh the best result um i think uh also uh the church is a resource for emotional for support. So um, sometimes when people are disconnected, we know there's years where people get disconnected sometimes from the church, and those are the years that they are in danger. Um, and so um, connecting them with social organizations, clubs, um, places where they don't feel alone or isolated, um, also, I'm concerned about uh, a loved one being um, mentally compromised in some way. Uh, I think it's very important to know some, some important things around how to help. For example, if you're going to call the police department, and specifically Tallahassee Police Department, what you want to do is ask for a CIT officer. If the person you you are you are wondering about is having mental health concerns, they having some type of psychosis or some type of breakdown, you want to alert the police that this is a mental health issue. That's very important because even though the rates for suicide is low for African Americans compared to other demographic groups, those rates are rising, but those rates aren't taken into account. How many people who are who have died by hands of the police because of a mental health concern? Because in that situation, it's going to go under a homicide, not a suicide. And so, it's very important that you make sure that the if you if you think someone is struggling uh, with mental health, that you call the police and you ask for specifically a CIT trained officer who's trained, and also you can request the police to come to your uh, residence uh, without the lights or without the sirens if you think that the sirens and the lights will set them off. Okay. 
good information. Yeah, it's um, but it's it's real because it's all around us in this day and age, and so it's important for us to remain vigilant and to remain alert, and you know, to to be a safe place for one another. I know a lot of times, even when we are around and you know we're shooting the breeze. You know, one of the things that gossip does is it prohibits you from becoming a safe place. No matter how juicy the news is, uh, somebody is always watching. And so when you relay that information on to somebody else and you, you, you're you one of those people that just runs other people's business, somebody with a mental health issue that may have access to you, that may need to reach out to you, probably may not reach out to you because gossip breaks that trust. So we have to watch um, a lot of the things that we say and do just because um, we don't, we've got to relearn how to really be our brother's keeper, how to really be our sister's keeper, how to really stand watch and stand guard and be integral about personal information and not, you know, not panic when you hear it or when you see it and be able to get them to be able to get to them. And I want to say prescribe and give them uh, effective uh, communication and care. Very good point, Kofi. Very good point. Hey, um, I know we've got to get ready to head to a break, but uh doc is there is there any way if people have i you know i don't know if people have concerns or other questions i don't know if you're out in the social media space or uh if people can contact you or where can someone contact if they have some concerns or things that they want to address with someone how, how would you recommend uh uh that, that they reach out to to whether it be you or somebody else what what, what do you suggest there yeah, if anybody wants to reach out to me, um, you can reach me uh, uh, via my email, uh, P. Rozier, that's P-R-O-S-I-E-R 28 uh, at hotmail.com. Um, also, um, I wanted to also let the people in the Leon County area uh, know that um, there is a, a crisis line called uh, 211. And so if you call 211 Big Bend um, and you're having some concerns or you're wondering about, you know, you feel it off, something's not quite right, you want somebody to talk to, you can call 211 uh, Big Bend and they have a crisis counselor and they also uh, provide counseling for people who might be contemplating suicide. So um, that's one um, important um, number to know. And um, yeah, and if, Anyone want to reach me to to talk further? You can reach me at prosier28 at hotmail.com. prosier28 at hotmail.com. prosier28 at hotmail.com. All right. Sing it, Kofi. Appreciate sing it. it. Sing it. You prosier28 at hotmail.com. Oh, there he'll you start go. singing there now. You, 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 you leave him out there. He'll hey. start singing. He'll sing a, he'll sing a melody for it, you. We got a gospel hey, hymn or something. Twenty eight at hotmail dot com. There we go. It ain't P. It ain't PC Rosen. It ain't PC Rosen ninety one. Okay. All right. See you and put that man. You leave that man's business alone. Oh man. 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 O
You see how they do? You got the feel. You see how your family? That's yeah, family, right? It wasn't that's me. Family. family. It wasn't me. You see how family? I see how family does. All how love. All love. Yeah, all love. There'll be a lot of that going on today. I see all love. Yeah, okay. Hey, uh, Dr. Rozier, thank you for your time this afternoon. We appreciate you taking some time out and talking with us and uh, sharing not only your email, but sharing your info and your wisdom. We thank you very much. Thank you, and I appreciate you all having me on. Um, and I, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely glad to be in this in this place, uh, providing support. All right. Thank hey, you, uh, coming up after the break, a quick two minutes. We got Coach Mike Rice, uh, our FAMU golf coach, coming on. Talk uh, talk to us about the season. And uh, so let's take a quick two minutes. Come back and have Coach Rice on. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't worry, Ma, we'll be there soon. We? Is this the one? Well, let's say I found the one who takes me to another level. Always stays calm under pressure. Most importantly, the one that helps me discover the coolest places. This sounds wonderful. Come outside, I'll introduce you. You're here. Definitely the one. <laughs> Introducing the all-new Nissan Frontier. Are you hungry for authentic Caribbean food like jerk chicken, oxtail, red snapper, shrimp, tofu, and rasta pasta? Well, find your way over to Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Peacock in downtown Atlanta. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, open daily from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And on Friday and Saturday, we're open till 4 a.m. Come to Mango's and put some spice in your life. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Peacock. In downtown Atlanta. For more info or directions, call 404-698-3992. Or log on to mangoscaribbeanrestaurant.com. For instant coupons, text M-A-N-G-O-S to 313131. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant. Authentic Caribbean cuisine. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is Always Ultra Thin's reinvented with the Always Triple Protection System. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thin's. This is always like never before. The top HBCU programs in the nation come to Montgomery, Alabama's Riverwalk Stadium this May 11th through 14th for the Black College World Series. The best Black College baseball teams in the NCAA Division II and the NAIA will battle for Black Baseball's ultimate prize. Games will be streamed live at www.mybcsn.net. Tickets are available now online at www.blackcollegechampionships.com. Bounty versus the old family dish towel. Drying with a fresh sheet of Bounty leaves your hands cleaner than a used dish towel that can carry and redistribute food residue. So ditch the dish towel for better hand hygiene. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. 
Time to call a credit repair company to fix my credit. Hold the phone, man. You can do it yourself with Credit Versio. That's way too hard. Call the credit repair company. Most credit repair companies only work on one or two accounts at a time, making it slow and expensive. You won't figure that out for months. <laughs> Ignore him. Credit Versio's brilliant software scans all three credit bureaus, finds the accounts that are hurting your score, and guides you through the entire process. Anyone can do it. Let's fast forward and see the results. <laughs> wow, I fixed my own credit and saved hundreds. You can do this. Visit creditversio.com. Okay, welcome back to the okay, OG welcome back to the OG strike zone. Brian Fulford, Kelvin Rosier. Brian Fulford, Kelvin Rosier. Not sure. I, guys, I don't know if you're hearing my echo. We got Coach Not sure. I, guys, Coach I don't know if you're hearing my echo. Right we got Coach, Coach Mike Rice joining us right now. Hello? Yeah, we, 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 we hear you, Coach. Yeah, we, um, we, we, we I'm, hear I'm you, Coach. I'm going to jump in while, okay, while Brian try to work this out. I'm going to jump in while Brian try to work this out. Thank you. Well, I'm 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 echoing. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm echoing somebody, too. Coach, are you listening to the show? Coach, Somebody's listening, listening to the show. Somebody's listening to the show. No, sir, not me. No. Okay, not really sure no. what's going on. Go ahead, okay. uh, Calvin. Really I'm gonna sure try to figure out what's going on here. All right, coach. Just talk about your last uh, two tournaments. Uh, they, they were kind of uh, opposite. They, they were kind of opposite. The sweat championship. The sweat you, championship. You um. Fell behind early day one. Fell behind early day one. Then you did well the last two days. Then you did well the last two days. And then the PJ tournament. And then the PJ tournament. You jumped out pretty good. You jumped out pretty good. just been making the progress. you just been making the progress. The last two days. So talk about both tournaments and what you thought happened. So talk about both tournaments and what you thought happened with your team. So, I mean, you definitely did your homework, Calvin, because they were two opposite tournaments. Um you know, and, and, you know, it goes back, and I talked about it earlier in the season. We're just a, It was a young team, and um, I thought we had a very successful year. I think we, you know, had some guys that got a lot of reps this year, got a lot of experience. Uh, some of that showed up the last day of, of uh, the tournament, the SWAC. Um, as you said, you know, we, we spotted the field 21 shots to start out. Um, I was completely shocked. Worst, worst round of golf we played all year uh, happened to be, uh, you know, in that tournament. Um, I think they were a little tight. You know, they were, I, I think they just felt a little pressure. Um, and, and to say this, you know, and I, I don't like to use excuses, but um, we, uh, we, we were only able to get nine holes in, in the practice round, which uh, kind of hurt us. We didn't know what was going on in the backside until the second day. Um, but you know, we spotted them and then we tried to run them down and I thought the young guys did a good job of fighting and really thought they had a good chance, which, you know, I loved and I was excited going into the PJ works because of that. Um, I thought, you know, maybe we finally did figure out how to finish golf tournaments and, um, you know, we, we play well at the PJ works. We, uh, I'm not one, I, I don't watch leaderboards and I, I don't watch live scoring. I, I, I think, uh, I always worry that, that it's uh, bad luck, so I don't do it. But um, 
come to find out we had we had the lead after nine with nine holes to go and then we just played terrible on the backside it was just i don't know pressure or um you know just being young um but they saw the leaderboard and i was hoping they didn't uh but they did and you know we had we had you know again we're playing three freshmen out the gate you know in college golf is way different than you know high school golf and junior golf uh, so they got a good taste of it, but I, but I'll tell you this, man. We got a we got a group of guys with a lot of talent. Um, they're going to continue to work their butts off, and I'm going to tell you, in two years, it's going to be uh, it'll be a, di- a completely different picture. I can tell you that. Yeah, um, I think I think yeah, we got uh, it. I think we got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, I still hear it. Well, no, so, I, I still hear um, it. So, well, well, Coach, um, I'm glad you were talking well, well, about Coach, the, I'm glad you were talking about the your your youth because your guys your youth, also finished your guys also third finished in the slack. So, talk a little so, bit about talk a little bit about that. Uh, the, the challenges uh, are just the growth the of those guys. Those young guys really did a great job this year of growing up and battling Yeah, and, and, and that's what I was saying in, in the swag it it you know, we spotted twenty one shots and, and I was completely shocked when we finished and was dead last after the first day. I mean we're but that's not the team we are. Um, and, and I challenged them, you know, the, the, the night before, the next night we had a team meeting and it was to challenge them to say, look, we're way better than this. We got to put our heads down. We got to grind. We got to fight for every shot. We can't be giving shots away. Um, I think they just got down the first day. Again, we played the back nine blind. There was a tornado that came through, uh, during the practice round. So we saw nine holes and just never saw the back nine. So we really didn't have a game plan for it anyway. So everybody's out there kind of blind trying to figure out what, you know, where everything goes. But, um, you know, we had a pretty good idea the second day. And, you know, we were low score second and last day. And and I tell you, if we'd had nine more holes, I think it's a different story. But, you know, they only give you 54. So, um, but, but again, they, they've come so far. I mean, we had two freshmen starting out early in the season. Quite frank, one of them that I thought would be more of maybe a year or two, very athletic kid, played basketball and golf in high school, so never has been a full-time golfer, who ended up getting in in the lineup by the end of the season and got a lot of great experience uh, from playing. So, you know, some of these guys did way more than what I expected them to do for the season. So, again, I'm excited for next year, and and who knows, two or three years, what it's going to look like. And we got some good – good talent coming in that we signed as well. We got a couple of freshmen that are going to come in and, and fight. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're in a good spot, man. I'm, I'm turning away kids that I probably wouldn't have turned away six, seven years ago. Um, and taking kids, you know, that, that want to come to FAMU uh, to have a chance to play on the team that can win. So that's always a good thing. So, um, again, the program's in a great place. You're you're on mute, Kelvin. Uh, you're on mute, Kelvin. Uh, try that again. Well, let me just say. Well, let me just say. How's recruitment? How's recruitment? Uh, again, it's it's 
we're getting we're getting the best of the best. I mean, I'm I'm turning away kids. I'm I'm making calls to other university for kids because we don't have room for them. Um, you know, we're you know we travel with five. I'm probably going to have 13 kids next year because I also have a hard time turning them away. Uh, if I think that they can at some point contribute, uh, we're going to keep them. You know, and then. We're going to try to find a way to get them, get them into school, uh, you know, to, to help them, you know, financially if we can. But uh, 13's a big squad. And so because of our success the last few years, um, you know, kids want to come. And then that's what we want. We want to continue to grow the program and be the, the number one HBCU out there. Um, I think, you know, just to kind of let this out as, as – you know, we did win a tournament this year, which is always a success. If you can win one a year, you've done well. Uh, but even more importantly, with this young team, we still finished as the second lowest ranked HBCU golf team in the country. The only one that, that is above us is Howard. Um, you know, and they got they got a pretty good uh, couple. Of, they're, they're one and two guys are, are experienced kids that are, are very talented um, that we're chasing. But um I think next year we're going we're going to send a little extra at them so we'll see what happens. So coach I think I noticed so coach, that you had a uh, car. Say again, I'm sorry. Yeah, five freshmen. Yeah, five freshmen. I think I noticed. I think yeah, I five freshmen in it. Yeah, five freshmen. Two guys who made two all guys PJ who made and all and all was a joint. Correct. Was a sophomore. Wants no a sophomore. Right. No freshman. So, right. so one, talk one about, freshman, one so junior. So talk about, you, you mentioned the future. So talk about, you, you mentioned the future. Hmm. Yes. Hey, Coach, I, I think what the, a little of the audio issue may be coming from. a good question you know what we need you know it was my probably the biggest thing i had hurdle wise this year was transportation um you know we we for one i, I mean the price of hotels everything went up but finding 15 passenger vans this year was crazy couldn't find them anywhere 
And, you know, of course, we have a few on campus, which I was able with some of the, you know, connections I have to get them. But, man, it was crazy. Um, you know, ha have, having your own vehicle to know that you can jump in and go anytime you want is huge. I didn't realize it till this year. Um, and then, you know, we're continuing. Rosier, you, you'd be shy. I know you were there when we first started the whole on-campus uh, driving range, but it's all coming together, man. And I think within the next couple of years, it will be a real driving range um, that'll be netted. We'll be able to hit any club we want. Um, we have help, you know, Southwood. That's where I'm at right now. So you saw me in my vehicle. I don't get a chance to play golf during the season because it's just too busy. So I tried to sneak out here to get a few holes in and got caught up. But, uh, um, but Southwood takes care of us. So, I mean – Resource wise, we're we're way and, and a lot of it is is success, man. It's crazy when when you're winning and 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 I think the way we're doing it is we do it different than most. Our team looks different than all HBCUs. You can look at it, and you know there's companies out there, TaylorMade, that you know has been fantastic providing balls and gloves and and um, even equipment when the guys need it. They all got brand new drivers fitted to them this year. That was huge. Um, so, I mean, it's been great, man. People are, I mean, again, as long as we can continue to do what we do and do it the right way, people want to help. And, um, man, it, it, it definitely makes my life a lot easier, um, you know, being able to, to, to provide those things for these guys because that's, that's how they get better. That's how we, you know, continue to develop them. Otherwise, you know, it's tough. But uh, transportation was a pain in the butt this year, and, and them darn hotel prices need to go down. Uh, so we can travel uh, a little easier. Um, but, but you know, I, you know, we're in a good place, honestly. I mean, um, by far, farther along we've been maybe ever. And so these guys, uh, you know, are getting things that, that we only wish we could have when I was here playing. So I'm just going to continue to try to, you know, give them everything they can to develop. That's That's what we're trying to, to do. But Jerosa, you definitely gotta come okay. out and look at that so, driving range. It, coach, it definitely, you you be okay. So, coach. Yes, sir. I, I'll reach out to you this week. I, I'll reach out to you this week. Yeah, please do. All right, coach. Hey, um, all let's, right, coach. Let's hey, this. We're gonna we're gonna definitely get you back on here. Probably going into the summer. We're probably going into the summer audio situation. But let people know how they can donate and give and reach out to you and reach out to you. You already talked about some of your needs. But we want to make sure people can directly reach you and how they can reach you and how they can reach you with the things that you need. Awesome. Obviously, my email, Preston.Rice at FAMU.EDU, uh, is my direct email. Um, that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. And then, obviously, through the foundation, the FAMU Foundation is the best way to donate to the golf team. That gives us, you know, that that's our bank account that allows us to directly influence these, these young guys. So, uh, definitely, you know, you go online. All you're doing is earmarking it to uh, FAMU Men's Golf. Uh, it's huge. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about how good these guys are on the golf course, but equally in the classroom, we had uh, eight or nine guys this semester with a 3.0 or higher, uh, had two with a 4.0. So uh, they're doing it both in the classroom and on the golf course, and, and we require that. That's not a 
that that's that's a given. Um, they have a threshold. If they don't get a three point higher, three point or higher, they find themselves in in uh, study hall. Uh, and Roger, as you know, that ain't where they want to be. So we 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 put the bar high there for them to something for them to reach for. And they're, and they're looking. They want to know when they get done whether they have that study hall hours or not. So, um, but they're doing great. We do great in the classroom and and on the golf course. So, um, you know, good things going on with the golf team. Coach, I thought you were going to say they were out shagging balls if they don't get their balls grades right. That's what I thought you were going to say. They'd rather do that than be in that study hall. That would be the easy way out. Okay, well said. Well, hey, uh, we got to um, – we'll, we'll make sure to uh, we'll spread the word on how people can support the program. Please do. We still got to figure out how we can – we got to create something like a tax golf fundraising activity for the golf program, man. We got to figure out how to do something. Yeah, we got to figure out how to do something. I like it, Rosa. We'll put that on you. We'll – we'll. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll put that on. He did. He already did. He did. He already did. Hey, look, that top golf is right. fun too. That's a great win. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, exactly. coach, thanks exactly. for your time hey, coach, tonight and your time. Uh, Thank you. Definitely be in touch here again. Definitely be in touch here again. Thank you so much. Appreciate y'all having me on. All right. All right. All right, again, folks, that was right, uh, Coach Mike Rice, our uh, head coach, uh, golf program, FAMU golf program. Let's take a let's take a break. Come back, figure out what we got going on. We're li- I'm live. The guys are in the home studio. I'm on location, and uh, already it's been a jam packed show. A lot of you guys in there on YouTube and Facebook got a lot of things to talk about, and so we'll get into some of those things coming up on the other side. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment. Carriers will give you just one measly entertainment subscription. One is no fun. With Verizon, there's up to seven entertainment subscriptions with your unlimited plan. That's seven times the... <laughs> seven times the... No, no. Seven times the... Yes. Music, gaming, Disney+, Hulu, ESPN+, and more. That's seven times the entertainment. Because everyone deserves better. And with plans starting at just $35, better costs less than you think. At Tyson, we know taste is local. Some like their beef pit smoked, their chicken spiced all the way up, or their pork sweet and saucy. Local flavors, global impact. That's what feeding the world is all about. Now you can live in Texas and not have a good red meat blend. Texas Cowboy Dust is designed for steak and other red meats. It's out to be my most popular spice blend, made with onions, peppers, ground mushrooms, pink salt, and other spices. Texas Cowboy Dust also goes great with chicken, pork, vegetables, and has a restaurant-quality sheen to gravies and sauces. It's like a loot machine. Vanilla smoked sea salt seasoning is for seafood. The tarragon and fennel bring out the natural sweetness in seafood. I also use it in rice dishes, on yams, asparagus, blueberry pancakes, and believe it or not, chocolate chip cookies. Vanilla smoked sea salt adds a salty and savory component to sweet dishes that create a symphony for the tongue. 
We are making the virtual HBCU experience available wherever you live through Stillman Online. We offer online degrees in business, criminal justice, psychology, and religion. Stillman also offers technology badges in cybersecurity and data analytics. You can participate in all student activities, fraternities and sororities, internships, graduation ceremonies, and much more. Apply for admission today at stillman.edu. Stillman College, where we prepare you for a different world. The Cuvée Group is a Florida-based marketing and training consulting firm. We help businesses communicate to their target audience and engage them in conversation. We also help to expand their audiences, which will ultimately result in growth for those organizations. In addition to being a certified constant contact specialist, my colleagues and I are also certified in John Maxwell Leadership Principles. We use these proven principles to conduct workshops, training, and private coaching sessions for individuals and companies looking to take things to the next level. Contact us to schedule a free consultation. Issues today, don't delay. Call Cuvay. Are you ready? It's time. The inaugural Urban NerdCon is coming to Montgomery, Alabama, July 29th through the 31st. Blurds, nerds, and geeks from across the universe will converge on the capital city to see celebrity guests such as The Last Dragon, Tybok, Megan Tandy, and voice actor Dave Fennoy. Hey, how you doing? I'm voice actor Dave Fennoy with a shout out to all my geeks, freaks, and urban nerds. Just want to let you know I'm going to be there and I want to meet you at the Urban NerdCon Gaming and Cosplay event. It's happening July 29th through the 31st in Montgomery, Alabama. Hope you want to meet me as much as I want to meet you. So join us by visiting TheUrbanNerdCon.net for ticket and vendor information. This will be the premier blurred event in the universe. TheUrbanNerdCon.net Our heroes, our villains, our stories, everyone's con. See you there. Okay, welcome back to the ONG Strike Zone. Brian, Kelvin, and Kofi here. Got to give a shout-out to our previous guests in the first hour. Um, Dr. Phil for coming in and sharing some of his time and, and knowledge with us. And then, of course, uh, Coach Rice. Uh, FAMU Golf moving in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, so we appreciate you guys for hanging in there with the technical issues. So, uh, we appreciate you guys. And so we're doing all right here. We'll get it going here. So, all right. Well, we got, we got mess to talk about. Um, I don't even know where to start. So I'm going to turn it over to Kofi because I know Kofi will start us off. Right. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, Kof, uh, what's going on in, in Rattler Nation up there in the highest, the highest of seven hills in Tallahassee? What's going on? Hold on, hey, you're on mute, Kofi. You're on mute, you're on mute, Kof. See, already starting off bad, already starting off bad. 
I'm good. I'm good. Can you hear okay. me now? All right. We got yeah. you now. Right. We got you. Um, if you can read, you can basically see what's going on. Um, and it's been going on for some time. It's really been going on over the last eight months. Unfortunately, um, there's so many layers to this. It's gotten to the state called ridiculous. Um, so I want to start by saying um, we need to continue, and I'm going to continue saying what I've been saying the last few weeks is that Larry Robinson basically has to go. Um, you know, the reason why he has to go is that he's not being the leader that he's being paid to. Um, you know, here's what I'm going to say, because as much as I love these people, they're not getting paid to run FAMU. They're not held accountable to run FAMU. So I could give less than a good you-know-what if if the president of the NAA brings a suggestion and pushes something that interferes with FAMU, he doesn't make the decision. It doesn't go through him. If a state representative comes to push something that is not ethical or not right and it puts FAMU in danger, you know, he doesn't have any influence. The person that I'm going to be looking at is the president. The president is the one that is paid to make the decisions that are going to put FAMU in its best light or its worst light. It's as simple as that. Unfortunately, you know, uh, when it comes to this whole thing with Gaucher and all these other people that got involved with it, it's just a wretched mess. Now, what is our posture? That's what, this is where we come in. As FAMUans, what we need to do is posture ourselves first in prayer, because we need to definitely be praying for our institutes, because there's a whole lot at stake. Because what we're looking at is basically a lack of institutional control. And when you get to that spot, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. We're talking about SACs. We're talking about NCAA. We're talking about all these different things because the president lacks the balls to run the guy. Uh, excuse me. Whew. The president lacks the cojones to run the university. Okay. And that within itself is a problem. Let me go on ahead and say, in addition to that, we've got to go forth and put people in place. We got a compliance person. All right. So Mike Smith, we need you to jump up. We need you to set the house in order. You in the zish now. So I'm expecting you to make some statements, begin to tell us what the plan is going forward. We already know we got to replace the compliance person. Let me help you. Darlene Moore is well-skilled. Bring her back. Let me say that again. Bring Darlene Moore back. Let her run compliance. Put her over track. That covers two things right there that puts us in a better light immediately. Stop playing these little games. Stop letting people get in your ear and try to influence you. Now, I got a problem, you know, because I love my brother Greg Clark, okay? But, you know, you're, you're in position right now to lead the National Alumni Association. And we haven't heard a darn word from you in the last three months because your good friend Courtney is nowhere to be found. That is utterly ridiculous. And yes, I got a problem with it. Then you can't answer nobody's calls who, who are looking out for the best interests of the university, but you answer Courtney's calls. 
and you back in Courtney, every time I look up on his page, your face is there. It's ridiculous and it's sad, but this is the way you're going out. I challenge you to step up, sir. I challenge you to take us to another dimension and level. It's not right. It's not fair. And if you're not going to leave, move the hell out of the way. And yes, I said it and I meant it. Now, as far as Dr. Robinson goes, sir, in my opinion, you got like a good week to put together a retirement plan and get out the way. It's not fair. If you're not going to run the university, move out the way. Let the people that are going to run the university run. Now, as alums, we got to have a plan. And this is where Greg Clark comes in. You know, we got to have one. Who's going to be next to step up? Who's going to be next? That We've got somebody in that seat that has a clue how to run the university and what to do. It's not right. If you don't have the balls to lead FAMU and to lead these group of ninjas, you don't need to be in the seat. It's not right. You're getting paid too much money, sir. Paid too much money. Says, I love your wife. I think you had a great run. It's just time for you to move out the way. Now, we got other things. We posture ourselves in prayer so that we can hear clearly and then again push the agenda that's going to put us in position to be successful, to be successful, to be successful as an athletic department and also as a university. We're talking about the accreditation. We're talking about dollars. We're talking all these things that are literally at stake because everybody decided that they wanted to be president and ain't getting paid. So I'm at a point right now where my patience has literally run out. So all of you people that are behind the scenes, I want you to hear it clearly. If you don't move out of the way within the next couple of weeks, I'm out in all of y'all ninjas and I could care less. I, I could care less if we friends now or not because you are interfering with the institution that I love and you're being, uh, you're basically being a damaging uh, asset to the people that want to do fam you ruin you are worse okay we can't gossip we don't need to focus on the gossip we need to focus on the solutions and what we need to do to send fam you forward i'm done for now hello uh kelvin would you like to follow yeah I, we hear you hey hey uh kelvin would you like to follow uh, I, I can't even follow that because there's nothing that, I right? can follow and add to it. Oh yeah. Well, well look, uh, I'm sick of look. I'm totally tired. Let no, me, you're let on me, point. Let me jump back in here. Let me jump. Yeah, back go in. ahead. Jump back in. All right. I'm tired of all these backseat ninjas. You know who were in FAMU yesterday, and because you gave a couple of thousand or or ten thousand dollars. That makes you run the university. Sir, you're not paid to run the university. You don't pay for influence, especially when your influence is dysfunctional and you're putting the university in danger. Get out the way. You had your time. Now, I can see it if you're saying something that's very valuable. But for people that, that bring value to the university and bring substance to the university, and you have the nerve and audacity to take your opinion and get with your frat brothers and do what you want to do, you're out of order. You're out of order. It's fam you first or move out of the way. Your fraternal bonds have nothing to do with the direction of the university. That's your personal time. Do your personal time. Do not interfere with the direction of fam you unless it's bringing us to another level. I can see it if it's like that. But God is not the author of confusion. When you see, you know who's at work. It ain't God. 
it's a bunch of like uh, gossiping, cackling people that don't have uh, that don't have a clue as to how to bring a solution. It's not right. Again, when you have a bunch of people that would rather gossip and run their mouth and and have influence than to, to than to push the right direction of the university, I got a problem with that. I got a major problem. I, I, you know, I, yeah. I look at some of the, some of the things that I've read recently, and I hear what Kofi's saying. I think we're, you know, I keep saying why, but look, I keep saying who people, do we go got, to? People, what's what's the point? Where, what, who do, now, I didn't say what's the point, but where are we going? Where, who do, who do we go Let to if say, we can't go to? Go ahead, go ahead. Again, this is where Greg Clark comes in, but he's nowhere to be found because apparently, you know, he's got another. Well, he's on his way out the door. He's on his way out the door. He's on his way out the door in a month. You're still the president. We need you to leave because there, unfortunately, there is a protocol. Now, me personally, I've got a couple of people that I would like to join me on the fast for the university, but at the end of the day. You know, we still need to set the house. There's still work that needs to be done. Okay. There's work that needs to be done. We've got a bunch of students headed to summer school. We got a bunch of students headed to summer school that need their, um, that need to get paid. I mean, that need their scholarships fulfilled. Okay. We, with that transition with the AD, all of that stuff is at stake right now. So we need somebody to at least state exactly where we are. We need the AD to state where we're going, and we need the AD to state how we're going to get there. We need the NAA president to at least state that, to admit as to where we are now, where we're going, and how we're going to get there. All right? All right. I'm done. I'm shut up for now. Let me shut up. Hey, uh, hey. quick question. Kelvin, has the, has the actual position actually been posted? Because I remember that was up for debate as of last week. Has it actually gone up and been posted yet? Yeah. That's where I was going to. I, 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 as far as I know, I hadn't seen it anywhere. So, I, I want to know where we are in that process. You know, uh, where's the advertisement? Where's the committee? Has any agenda uh, been set up? A first meeting and so forth. Um, I, I want structure. As COVID mentioned, it's about for me work now. You know, all, 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 all the pettiness, all the folks who had agendas. All you know. You know, brought us to this point, man. You know, the clicks. You know, um, it, you know, it's it's time out for that. Now we got this mess that we have to clean up, and it's gonna take work and structure. And, and, and honestly, the name T calling, I look for that from them. All right, they had the opportunity. This is where we are. I'm looking for some of the rest of Rally Nation, the rest of us as a collective, to raise up and and do what's best for our programs. And that's what I hope comes about. It sounds like we got a call. Well, I think all of y'all uh, are right. You guys are really smart. Go, go ahead. Thank you for doing the things that you're doing. Thank you, callers, for doing the things you're doing, guys. You guys are really, really smart. We really appreciate you. Rattler Nation owes you a, a debt of gratitude we can never repay. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> hey, look. Who do we who do we send the emails to? Because I 
I feel like we want an update on the status. I think this is a good time to say whose email do we flood right now this evening with emails and keep it to a simple sentence. What is the status of the athletic director hiring? Whose email are we well, sending it to? The chairperson wow. of the committee is, is Dr. Shante Friday Stroud. So I, I would think you would start up? with the chair. Do we blow there? We blow her email up. All right. Start. So got to start at the go. top. All right. So uh, go ahead. I know Kofi got a hand up. I'm going to look for the email address right now. Go ahead. Keep going, Kofi. Talk while I look up the email right. address. No worries. And post the email. So for those of you that were asking about the fast, the fast is going to begin on Monday. It's very simple. It's a 10-day fast. 10 is the number of order. 10 is the number of government. 10 is the number for responsibility. So we're doing a 10-day fast for those things and the needs of FAMU at this time. All right? We need leadership to step in and set order. We need order, not chaos. So what fasting does is it it puts our flesh at at a minimum and so that we can make space for solutions, the the, uh, godly solutions to come in and we can frame our mind going forward. So the fast begins, the first seven days of the 10-day fast is basically no red meats or no meats, no sweets. You can have have fish, you can have chicken, but you can't have cheesecake, you can't have pound cake, no carrot cake, none of that stuff that's sweet. No sodas. No coffee, none of that stuff. Coffee with sugar. Now, obviously, a lot of people need that little jump or whatever, but um, I'll be willing to comply with the coffee because it's it's basically a base. So we can go with that. No sweets. And then the last three days is liquids only. Okay, so liquids consist of soups. You can have soup. You can have 100% juice. You can have water. Uh, You can have smoothies. You can have those things the last three days of the fast. But for the first seven days, no meats, no sweets. And the last three days are liquids only. Soups, you can have potato soup, all kind of stuff in your little soup. Put it in there. As long as it's a liquid, we good. All right? Um, So it's 10 days beginning on Monday. Go ahead. No, I mean, you know, we don't come to, you know, right now we need solutions. Right now we need solutions. I could, I could bang on a whole bunch of people right now. Um, the goal, the goal is solutions. We need the people that love Florida agriculture and mechanical university to rise up. This is not the time to set aside and say, you know, no, we're not going to do X, Y, and Z, you didn't be frustrated. We all frustrated. Lord knows I am madder than mad, you know, but at the same time, we've got to come together. We've got to do, we've got to be the solution. And we also need to hold these people that are getting paid to do a job accountable. Let's give out the phone number, man, and let people call in. All right, we got the phone number. What's the phone number, Mel? Hit me up. I'm I don't have I'm I'm on location, guys. So uh there it is on the screen. 678-383-7623. Also, we got an email address that we'll be posting here in a moment. It is Dr. Shanta Friday 
Stroud's email address, university email address. We have to contact her. She will be our voice in the contact as the chair of this executive committee. We will send her an email. And we are encouraging everybody watching this show to send her an email and just simply ask, what is the status of the athletic director hiring process? Question mark. We look forward to hearing more in a public statement, period. Because, see, this is how we have to make things happen, folks. This is how we have to make things happen. And if we have a lack of leadership at the top, uh, and I mean, I, you know, you just, I, I just continue to go back. I read that article again in the Tallahassee Democrat, and it's like, I don't even know who we go to after that. After reading that, it's like everybody's, everybody's at fault. Everybody's implicated. All right. We got a caller on the line coming in. Hey, caller. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, can you hear me? Hello, caller. We can't hear you now. What's your name? Yes, Where are you Rick calling from? Hansen. This is Rick Hensley calling from St. Chapel, Florida. What's going on, yeah, Rick? What's on Rick? your mind? Hey, it's uh, we we we. It seems like come week to week, we're trying to do things to top the last something that we did from the following week. And I agree with you, Kofi, is that it starts with the leader who's right now President Robinson. He has yet to answer with Courtney's situation and now this latest situation that we got going on. It's time for a statement to be made by the president of the university because it just seems like we're just spiraling out of control. So I support that uh, he does need and he owes us an answer. And I hope that at the NAA conference that we get the leadership to speak and where this university is going because right now it's just not looking good for us. So, guys, keep up the good work. Thank you for having me on. Thanks, Rick. Thank you for calling. Hey, I put this out there a couple of weeks ago. I said, will anybody stand up, whether it be at the FAMU Foundation level, will it be the National Alumni Association, and put forth a vote of no confidence in Dr. Robinson? Will someone stand up and push that forward on June 1st at the National Alumni Association meeting. Now, after many of you folks read that article in the Tallahassee Democrat, if you know, you know. I'm not even going to have to say anything. If you know, you know what I'm talking about. That should come out. Somebody should say something. There's got to be a vote of no confidence. And I know we have a new president coming in, but we'd love for the old president, the outgoing president, to say something. It's unacceptable where we're at, folks. Kofi spelled out all the valid reasons we've been telling you for about a month. Go ahead, Kofi. You know, again, you know, anytime somebody has the influence who gets hired or fired or, you know, if if it's in that email that, that something is that something was communicated that a certain employee was not to be touched to me that's that's basic grounds if the if if he didn't have the certification to be in that position 
to run the department that is literally in our alma mater, Gridiron Diamond Track and Field. If he didn't have the credentials, he didn't have the credentials. I don't care who his mama is. I don't care who his daddy is. I don't care who his, his, his brother-in-law is, his sister-in-law, his mama-in-law, his grandmammy-in-law. I don't care. If he don't have the credentials, he don't have the credentials. And he has to get out of the way. Say, sir, we'll still continue you. We'll put you down. We're going to demote you from this particular title. You just simply don't have the credentials. That's going to put us out of compliance with the NCAA. That's a big deal to us. We got to be in compliance. So we're going to demote you and we're going to still reassign you so you can continue to, to make a living because we like you, but you can't remain in this position because you're simply not qualified. Go and get your credentials and we'll talk about it once you're there. But right now we've got to reassign you because what you're doing is putting our status in compliance in danger. If that's the case, you know, and you sat up there talking about somebody wasn't supposed to be touched that could put us in compliance issues, you got to get the step in. And I mean, immediately. Straight up. Okay, Rattlers, look. Those of you watching this show, there's your email address. Shanta, period, Friday Stroud at famu.edu. She is the chair of the 18-member executive committee that's in charge of finding a new athletic director. Let's send an email now. You're online. You're watching this show. You got quick access to your email. Be polite. Be kind. But simply ask the question. What is the status of the hiring? Has the job even been posted? When will we know? When will someone make an announcement? First step, right here. First step, call to action right now, Rattler Nation. Call to action. Because it, this is this is about this process right now. And something has to happen. We got a lot of people talking, a lot of people upset. We got to move past this. We have to move quickly. We can't continue to stay stuck in the mud where we're at right now. The world doesn't stop. The, college, the world of college athletics is moving so fast right now, it will pass us by and send us back another three to five years if things don't happen quickly and decisively. Hey, and we need strong leadership to make that happen. All right. Let, let me just add a, a couple of things. Um, we're, we're one of the few programs in all of Division One, FBS or FCS, whose athletic budget has decreased. Everybody else has increased their budget over five years. We used to be at 11.2, 11.5 at one time as an athletic budget. And now we're back to 8.5. We used to be at 12, over 12,000 students. Now we are, we're, we're around 8,000 students, uh, which are all not even full time. So we have regressed in some significant measures. And what is it about? Ultimately, it's not about the AD. It's not about the pen. It's not about the NAA president. It's about our student athletes people and our coaches and our administrators and, and, and the folks having a opportunity to live their dreams and to be successful, to be champions. In order for that to happen, we have to do our part. Part of it is being in the stands and rooting to keep people on and, 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 and financial. But some of that work also 
entails putting in work to make sure that we have an environment where they have an opportunity to be successful. And that takes resources. It takes more than 8.5 million. I don't care who the AD is or who we bring in. We have to let the administration know that that's a priority. We've got to get our budget at a level that we have an opportunity to realistically be competitive um, in every sport. And, ha- and and that entails bringing in support staff. We talk about the academic advisement side of athletics. Those people have to be NCAA certified. You just can't get a regular advisor to advise athletes because the NCAA has requirements that are, could be above and beyond what the university requires. And we need to, we got into trouble last time we was on probation with, 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 with a program because the, the advisors didn't know or uh, the missions didn't know when they were letting people in at the ju- from the JUCO at the junior level, the, what the NCAA required. So having that, having trainers so, and, so that we can help the kids recuperate faster you know the cool zone stuff that we you know they're trying to do that, that that's nice but we 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 still have a lot of infrastructure stuff that we need and, and all we think about is coaches salaries and scholarships but to have a championship program is way more than that man we got to get more sports information people so that we can have more um more of, more of the sports broadcast have the content on the website updated. It, it's a lot. It's a lot. And the only way that's going to happen is that we make it a priority and we let our AD, our next national alumni president, our board of trustees chair. I ain't heard nobody saying about the board of trustees. We got we, we, we got to address that board of trustees too. They, 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 are, they have failed us in this situation collectively. And you had heard, me, you had heard nothing from them either. Go ahead, Cole. Let me help somebody. I, I, I see clearly, okay? So, again, there are layers to this. There's more than one layers. I know it's not about the money. For me, it's not about money. For me, it's about leadership. And let me tell if we're going to judge this situation fairly, we cannot pick sides. I don't care how close you are to an individual. You know, we're literally dealing with what looks like to be children, you know, who don't have a clue as to how to discern the difference between what's right and what's wrong, you know? And, and my point is, you know, the destiny of FAMU is literally at stake. And this is where we as Rattler nation have to come together, all that petty stuff, forget who you like, forget who you love. Because if I can be clear, you know, um, my man, Moses Miles, used to say this thing back in the day, uh, you know, basically if anybody, you know, wants to bring harm to Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University, let the right hand lose his cunning and may his tongue cleave to the roof of his mouth. Again, all of this vindictiveness, all of this revenge foolishness because you got a problem because you didn't do your job and X, Y, Z, or you got caught doing something that you should not have done or you weren't ethical in all of your doings. 
It is what it is. But don't bring harm to the institution. Deal with the Negroes that put you in that position. Deal with the people that wronged you. Don't bring extra harm to the university because, again, I have nothing to do with that foolishness and stuff that y'all were doing up there. I was trying to talk to you all, but many of you all didn't want to talk back. So now we are here. All right. So, again, if you bring harm to FAMU, may your right hand lose its cunning and may your tongue cleave to the roof of your mouth. If you're not here to help fam you, if you're not here to ship fam you, if you're here for your own agenda, if you're here to get in the way, if you're here to hype up your frat brother or whatever, and it supersedes what needs to happen at Florida Agriculture and Mechanical University, move out the way, or your right hand, may your right hand lose its cutting and may your tongue cling to the roof of your mouth. We don't need to hear from you. You're not a rattler. All right, pass collection plate. I don't know. Is Brian on mute? Is Brian on mute? Yes, I am I on mute. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. I'm sorry. Yeah, just I, I was trying to make sure the background noise wasn't interrupting uh, your sermon. But yeah, so we'll be back. Two minutes. Take a break. Come back. You're watching ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in a moment. Don't worry, Ma. We'll be there soon. We? Is this the one? Well, let's say I found the one who takes me to another level. Always stays calm under pressure. Most importantly, the one that helps me discover the coolest places. This sounds wonderful. Come outside, I'll introduce you. They're here. Definitely the one. <laughs> Introducing the all-new Nissan Frontier. Are you hungry for authentic Caribbean food? Like jerk chicken, oxtail, red snapper, shrimp, tofu, and rasta pasta? Well, find your way over to Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Peacock in downtown Atlanta. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, open daily from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And on Friday and Saturday, we're open till 4 a.m. Come to Mango's and put some spice in your life. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Peacock. In downtown Atlanta. For more info or directions, call 404-698-3992. Or log on to mangoscaribbeanrestaurant.com. For instant coupons, text M-A-N-G-O-S to 313131. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant. Authentic Caribbean cuisine. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is Always Ultra Thin's reinvented with the Always Triple Protection System. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thin's. This is always like never before. The top HBCU programs in the nation come to Montgomery, Alabama's Riverwalk Stadium this May 11th through 14th for the Black College World Series. The best black college baseball teams in the NCAA Division II and the NAIA will battle for black baseball's ultimate prize. Games will be streamed live at www.mybcsn.net. Tickets are available now online at www.blackcollegechampionships.com. 
Bounty versus the old family dish towel. Drying with a fresh sheet of Bounty leaves your hands cleaner than a used dish towel that can carry and redistribute food residue. So ditch the dish towel for better hand hygiene. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Time to call a credit repair company to fix my credit. Hold the phone, man. You can do it yourself with Credit Versio. That's way too hard. Call the credit repair company. Most credit repair companies only work on one or two accounts at a time, making it slow and expensive. You won't figure that out for months. <laughs> Ignore him. Credit Versio's brilliant software scans all three credit bureaus, finds the accounts that are hurting your score, and guides you through the entire process. Anyone can do it. Let's fast forward and see the results. <laughs> wow, I fixed my own credit and saved hundreds. You can do this. Visit creditversio.com. Uh, Rattler Nation, welcome back to ONG Strike Zone, Brian, Kelvin, and Kofi. And, yeah, I'm on location here in Montgomery, Alabama, where the uh, Tyson Foods Black Hollywood World Series is taking place. Calvin and Kofi in their home studios. I think we have a caller on the line. Uh, let's let's jump to the caller, and then we'll kind of catch up with the Rattler Roundup. Uh, hey, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Savannah, George. Oh, wait, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh oh. Okay. Um, I was just, <laughs> I was just, what's your name? I First off, right? What's your name? Well, the um, is this the um, HBCU World Series number? Uh, no, actually, this no, is the, this the ONG. This this is the ONG Strike Zone. Uh, who who are you looking for? Um, this was on the website for the live stream for the HBCU World Series, and I was just wondering if the live stream was going to be working. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It, it, it is working. It should, uh, it should be working. Yes. Is offline. Okay. BlackCollegeChampionships.com, I believe, is all right. Thank you. Mel, you want to confirm that for me? BlackCollegeChampionships.com is where they can catch the uh, stream. All right, let's hold off on the phone calls here. It's a lot going on, folks. That's all right, though. The, the stream will be should be going up here pretty soon if it's not already there for the uh, Black College Championships, man. I tell you what, got to love the people. I didn't know we were taking call-ins for the baseball game, but but anyway. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> no words. Hey, uh, Rattlers, you've been called. You've been called to action. Uh, we want you to send that email, Doctor Stroud. Send the email. You've been called. To, you've been called out. Ten day fast by Kofi Hemingway. Kofi, let the people know again. What can they do? Do something is what you told me, right? Look, everybody's not you know necessarily don't have a whole fasting. Uh, regime that, that that is a part of their life so sometimes people panic and get afraid to join in on a fast but i'm challenging you even if you do a couple of hours out of the day to say you know what i want to jump in on this so from 6 a.m to 12 noon i'm not gonna eat any sweets i'm not gonna uh you know 
no no meats, no sweets. I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to do liquids from six to, to noon or six to nine. Whatever you can do, do something. You know, if you can't do the whole thing, do something. You can put down red meat for two hours. I'm great with that. Do something. Don't sit back and say, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want a part of this, but you're going to see as a result, uh, we need the hand of God to move in our favor in a major way. We need God to shift some things. We need God to move some people out the way. We need everything to be in order concerning Florida Agriculture and Mechanical University. And it's time to move. Let's go. We, we've seen the power Fast begins of Monday, so you have a few days when, to prepare. When, when, when Rattler Nation is focused and committed, we've seen you raise money in record numbers when you are truly invested. But we're not talking about raising money. We're talking about raising awareness. We're talking about letting leadership know that the, the standard has been, has fallen, has fallen to the wayside. You know, the, the standard is, the standard is no longer being set by the current leadership. And uh, there's some things that need to change. And, you know, uh, I hate to say this, but, you know, taking away your donation dollars only really hurts the student, student athletes and the students, you know, and, and, and that, that's what we don't want to do, but we want to, we want better because we, we are better. We deserve better. We've seen excellence before, you know, and so the opportunity to be better than where we are is there, but nobody is saying anything. Nobody's saying anything. And nobody is demanding right. that our leadership say anything. I'm, I'm going to say, de- you can't say anything. Nobody ain't saying anything. It's well, I'm there, sorry. I we, mean. Yes. Yes, there are people <laughs> There are people out there, you know. But it, we need, a, we need our collective voices. Right, right, right. Let, let's bring a collective together. And this ain't about NIL and all this stuff. No, let's bring a collective of people of the right mindset that want to see some things change. So, we're starting with Dr. Uh, Shanta Friday Stroud, and we're saying send an email. Send an email and let her know that we we, we want to know what the status of the athletic director athletic director position is. Uh, the current status, uh, we're, we're losing time. We're losing time. FAMU's losing money. You know, uh, I would like our interim director, Michael Smith, to make a statement. I mean, you've got the job. You've been there two previous times. We would like for him to say something. What's happening? I, I, you know, uh, other concerns that Kofi's brought up, Kelvin, you brought up regarding compliance. Uh, if, if those aren't true, then then step up and say they're not true. Speak forth and let us know that uh, the concerns that we're hearing are unsubstantiated or they're incorrect, whatever. If they are, then how's it going to be resolved? We have to start holding people accountable. 2022, holding people accountable. Ask why. Ask why not. Why? That's where we're at right now, you know? Um, So hopefully you guys get behind us and support that. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ONG Strike Zone. Donate to the show. You can uh, open up the description there on YouTube or Facebook and find a donation link to, uh, you know, drop a cup of coffee in the uh, coffers um, so that we can continue to keep doing what we are doing here because we're trying to make FAMU better, uh, plain and simple. Uh, we, we love it so much. 
And um, but but we're gonna talk about the real because that's what we do. Um, what's real is that we have the best baseball program in the swag. That's what's real, fellas. Um, we have come from where we had concerns to we have put on a clinic now. As this past weekend, we got a sweep over Alabama State. Uh, matter of fact, I just had a conversation with uh, Coach Vasquez of Alabama State. Um, and, yeah, it, you know, acknowledging that uh, FAMU, which is now which just took three off of them and moved into first place, uh, is, is a legit squad. Uh, and we moved now currently to a record of 25 and 23, 18 and 6 in the SWAC. And uh, actually, I think 18 and 6 is even tied for the best record among both the Eastern and Western divisions, if I'm not mistaken, Kelvin. Is it not? Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, let, let, let's, let's quickly, let's, uh, let's get through, talk about what, you know, any thoughts and comments on baseball and what they're doing, and then Kofi jump in right after. Yeah, um, I'm really excited for this team. I'm glad to see it coming together. And timing is everything. We're getting toward the end of the season. We only have six more SWAT contests left. And um, it was important for me to see us do it when we had to do it, right? Alabama State was ahead of us. They've beaten us four times this year already. And um, a couple of those losses were, were pretty big losses, right? So we hadn't done it. We knew what was at stake, first place in the SWAC. Also, we could wrap up a uh, guaranteed um, um, invite into the SWAC tournament, which we did. Um, so for the CEDOs, CEDA players and the coaches make it happen and, and come out with the sweep of Alabama State, get over 500 overall with our record, basically came from. We we at a, at our worst, I think we were about 13, 14 games under five hundred early, and to see us just blaze back, blaze back, uh, and and win the way we're winning. Um, we won all kind of games. We won walk off games. We've shut people out several times. We've had offensive explosions. Um. Even in the Alabama State Series, we jumped out one day. I think it was Saturday. We was up 5-zip, and next thing you know, it was 5-5. Five, five. Uh, we just find ways to win, and that's a sign of a really good team. Good teams, they find ways to win. So now, we, for me, um, it, it's really about finishing the season. We played Jackson State up there for three. They took two or three from uh, from us down in Tallahassee. That's the last time we lost a SWAC series, by the way. And um, then we got our rival Bethune at home. So I, I want us to finish in first place. I want us to finish at uh, above 500 and um, win the SWAC in baseball, regular season. And then I want us to win it in postseason. We, we don't have any excuses. We got the team. We're hitting. We're pitching. We've got a experienced coach, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, my word is just to simply uh, finish the drill. We got to finish strong. We got to finish the drill. Obviously, Jackson State took two or three. 
from us the prior time. So this weekend will not be easy. Um, Jackson State is capable of playing some solid ball, so we're going to have to keep our foot to the pedal <coughs> and stay focused. You know, uh, we need some hardware on the highest of seven hills. So Coach Shoup and the squad, you know, let's go ahead and just finish this up and uh, make it happen, man. Let's go. Uh, so the weekend series against Jackson State, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 7 p.m. night game. That's 7 Eastern, 6 local time in Jackson, Mississippi. Then uh, Saturday, it's a 4 p.m. Eastern game, 3 Central. And then Sunday, 1 Eastern, noon Central against Jackson State. And and then, like you said, then the closing series is against Bethune-Cookman. And so um, – uh, best believe we got we got payback for Jackson State, and uh, then that big series against Bethune. So, big opportunity here. Rattlers currently on an eight-game winning streak, twenty-five and twenty-three overall record, eighteen and six in the conference. And um, so, I mean, just just a lot to be uh, excited about there. Uh, as it uh, as we jump over to our softball team, uh, our softball team season ended in Gulfport, Mississippi. Uh, today, matter of fact, uh, yesterday in their opening round game against Prairie View in the opening round of the tournament, they lost four to three, left nine runners on the base pads in that contest, uh, pretty much left at least one or two runners on in pretty much every inning but the first. And so they lost a close ball game. And then, of course, in the first round of the loser's bracket, they played Southern University. Uh, Southern lost to number one overall uh, Bethune-Cookman. And uh, unfortunately, we lost to uh, Southern 13-3. to So uh, the season comes to an end for the Lady Rattlers. But uh, I, I'm optimistic about uh, what we saw. Uh, they had... Um, I want to make sure I get the names and, and who were the honorees. I know uh, Christiana Beasley uh, received, I believe, second team, second team all swack. Um, and Destiny Cuevas received first team all swack. Uh, Beasley, uh, as a pitcher, uh, really had a good season. And probably in any other year might have been on the first team, but there's some really outstanding pitchers ahead of her in the SWAC. And so even though she was uh, in the top 10 in several categories, uh, I think those those batters, uh, let me see, Christiana, she was tied for second in saves, tied for third in opponents batting average, tied for fifth in wins, sixth in batters struck out, tied for seventh in hits allowed, Eighth in batters struck out, tied for eighth in innings pitch, tied for ninth in doubles allowed, tenth in ERA, and, and like I said, I mean, the, the the pitchers in front of her outstanding, and so she ended up on the second team, and then Destiny Cuevas was fourth in the conference in at bats, fourth in hits, fifth in doubles, ninth in home runs, and ninth in slugging percentage. So, uh, congratulations to Destiny. And uh, Christianas, anything you guys want to want to add there related to softball? Yeah, I'll add that uh, I'm interested to see the growth from my coaches 
from this year to next year, as well as the team. This was their first full season. COVID impacted them uh, last year. So this is our coach' first full season um, as a head coach. And, you know, we had a up-and-down season. We we played competitively, competitively but, we, we, you know, we lost some games we probably sh- could have won and should have won. But uh, they represented us well. They, they, they gave a great effort. They were exciting to watch. And like you said, you always want to see growth and improvement. This was year one, you know, so so um, I look forward to uh, the future. And, and the SWAC is pretty competitive in softball, like like she's alluded to. The MEAC was a little less balanced. The SWAC is balanced. They got athletes on every team pretty much. So so you have to bring your A game in, day in and day out, just like with the other sports. Mm-hmm. Kofi, you want to add there on softball? No, I mean, you know, you know what we do, we fight and win whatever the battle be. So, you know, I'm 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 looking forward to um you know, us taking softball to another level, man. Um we do still have the tournament coming up, correct? Well, no, soft, swag tournament, in that's, tournament that's right the now. Day. Swag tournament is happening now. Yeah. It's happening right now. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, we got to finish, we got to make this happen. You know, obviously, I, I think we have an opportunity to win the tournament. But you got to play good, solid no, no. ball all the way no, through. No, no, we just got eliminated from the SWAC tournament. Oh, well, that sucks then. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Sucks, sucks, sucks. Oh, love you, Coach. Oh. Love you, man. Oh, um, <laughs> let's, let's – <laughs> Uh, let's go to uh, track and field because track and field, you know, what did the look, track and field uh, uh, right off of FamuAthletics.com, uh, 13 medals, including five gold standard performances by our track and field athletes at the SWAC championships over the past weekend. Uh, it should be noted, our women's track team finished second overall, which, yes. you know, that's pretty impressive. Uh, first year in the SWAC, um, and that was probably in large part, and give me a second, as obviously somebody's uh, reading an announcement, um, partly in uh, give credit to Kiara Ivy. Uh, who was the pole vote champion um, on day one. And for Ivy, that gave her the indoor and outdoor pole vote championships in the SWAC. Um, let's see. Um, Karen Odomany, uh podium with a third place finish in the hammer with a personal record, 47.84 meters. And so that was on day one, I believe. Um, Also, uh, Letitia Saunders took silver in the javelin. As well as Mia Hurd. Uh, I'm trying to look here what Mia Mia Hurd finished in. Uh, If you give me a second here. 
Heard, heard, heard. All right. Well, me and her, unfortunately, I can't find what her event was. Um, but then on the last day of the meet, um, we had Rachel Robertson sweep the triple jump and the high jump. Jada Harrison yeah. finished first place in the 400-meter hurdles. So, you know, overall, the women finished second, just 45.5 points behind Prairie View A&M, who finished uh, first. So, needless to say, the Lady Rattlers are are going to be in the hunt. And uh, we'll have to try to get some info out there a little bit later as to how many and which one of our ladies will be competing in the the NCAA Nationals. Uh, We'll we'll try to get that posted out. I don't know. It looks like May 25th through the 28th, that's when the NCAA East preliminaries begin. So uh, they've got a few weekends before that takes place. So that, uh, that pretty much is the roundup for... Baseball, softball, and track and field. Um, Got to make sure we we get that in there. So, um, all right. Any other things, any other topics, any other points of emphasis that we need to hit on before we get ready to close out this show? Uh, any other calls to action? We, we've said a lot. Been a loaded show. Um, don't want to leave anything out. So, uh, I, I'm going to go in a totally you, different anything? direction. Yes, uh, oh, wow, okay. last weekend I was at the Miami Grand Prix. Uh, Grand Prix. Um, first time being at an uh, event like that, and um, uh, heard someone call my entire name out, and I was like, "Well, who would know me out here?" And um, it was some fans of the ONG Strike Zone who uh, who peeked me out, and yeah, who peeked me out way down in Miami, man, in a crowd of of other people. <laughs> and um and you know and spoke up and I see one of them is uh is it is I know one of them is watching now Tony Matters yeah what's up Tony former classmate baby Rattler and Rattler uh Tony he he, he, he know you too <laughs> uh Brian uh of course he know me oh, he- and Kofi but uh but he said he know you from the on on the set too. Okay, but uh, okay. Tony, so 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 Tony and uh and Angela, I appreciate y'all uh, speaking and, and and letting us know you watch the show and you enjoy the show and everything. And I'm glad to see you on the show now, and uh, it was good to see y'all. So shout out, like I promised. <laughs> hey, good good to know. See, we got we got to be on our game now. You know, we starting to get recognized out here in these streets. Uh, hopefully for the good. Hopefully for the good that we're trying to do. You know what I'm saying. So, uh, and not for some of these wretched uh, retweets and replies that Kofi be in. Uh, but anyway, uh, what else we got, Kofi? What else you want to add? Yeah, you know what I'm talking uh, about. That's all right. We need to stay focused, man. We need to stay focused. It's uh, it's a lot going on. It's a lot happening, but we need to really get involved. Everything that I stated, I meant it. Uh, Dr. Robinson got to get get out the way, and you know, um, you know, our BOT. If they're not for us, you know, if they're not doing what's in the best interest of FAMU, 
they need to get out of the way. And what's even more important is this is an election year, you know. So we've got to make sure, <laughs> I don't know how we going to do it, but somehow, some way, we've got to find a way to turn the state of Florida blue. And because uh, we need some assistance in, in making sure that the people that are in office and our decision makers are going to do what's in the best interest of FAMU. And uh, if we're not involved, we're leaving the decision makers or we're putting the power into those that know or even have uh, a love for FAMU. We're giving them the power to make decisions for us. So we got to step up. Um, yeah, uh, you know, where, where we need to go, that's a, that you brought that up a couple of weeks ago or last week about making sure that we start with turning this state blue. We, we need to start checking our candidates now. I mean, the, the stuff falling out of people's closets, I mean, man, I tell you. It's 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 messy. We're, we're behind and the eight so ball. We better... We're behind the eight ball, and and even with all of the stuff that's going on, um, you know, is this person? My question is: Is this person? Does this person have the capacity to love FAMU? Or are they going to serve our best interests? And if they are, um, then I'm for them. You know, let's get them some additional help and do what we got to do, but. We need to do whatever we can to make sure that the people that are in office are going to serve Florida Agriculture and Mechanical University at a very high level. And, you know, it's funny, Kofi, you say that because I get these random text messages from various Democrat people asking me that. But I think I'm going to start replying back and say, do, does your candidate love FAMU? Are they willing to fight? Yeah, I want to know what, I, what, yeah, what is your plan? How about this? What is your plan for FAMU? What is your plan for FAMU? Where, where are you going to take us? Are you going to try to get us some more dollars? Like, if not, you know, we're going to talk bad about you and, you know, vote another, vote in another direction. Hey, I just saw uh, Montre Bennett say that uh, Dr. Friday Stroud said there'll be a, a notice here at the week's end. Hey, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I feel like any meeting regarding this executive committee should be public. I don't know about you. I don't know the, how realistic that is, but I feel like it needs to be public. Um, I, I, I think to some degree there needs to be some transparency in this process. Uh, I, I don't know to what degree uh, that looks like, but I, I'm Kelvin, you're you shaking your head. You, you agree yeah, with that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well yeah. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll uh, state in institution. So, um, there's there's the sunshine law, so there there would have to be some transparency. That it, something would have to be public, or assess publicly accessible. So, and we need to know when that is, because again, you know, I, I go back to remember a month or two ago that board of governors meeting when FAMU was supposed to be meeting at the board of governors, and it just happened to be on the agenda, but no one showed up for it. It wasn't on the agenda. Had I not just stumbled across that, I don't think it would have been known. No one would have known about that. This show, we wouldn't have let people know. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So anyone out there, yes, it's public, uh, Montre, but I mean, people, I mean, it's not like it's a, it's a big bulletin board coming across. When, when it's found out, we need to make sure that 
we publicize it to everybody. So how, whatever that looks like, when we know the date, when we know when these things are happening, let's make sure to spread that within the 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 art community within what's happening. Okay, uh, Kelvin, you didn't tell me that uh, it, it was my guy Double O C that I that you that you met down there. You said, <laughs> Tony. I told Tony you. I you told met. you. I, well, well, what threw me off is you mentioned the last name, and then I'm looking at the last name. I'm like, I don't know that. And then, and then, yeah, I, I do know Double O C though. I do know him. Yes, I know that guy. I don't know who that other I guy you is. Would. You know, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, it's good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Thank you for checking in. Um, call to action, Rattlers. It's up to you now. We can continue to to complain, or we can actually request and demand change what do you want what do you want to have happen it's in your hands Rattler Nation so that and let me say this let me say this so that you're not overwhelmed with gossip you can uh, our information request which is something that we needed to do I, I think I mentioned it last week you need to do an information request get access to these contracts and access to everything that's going on concerning FAMU so that when you talk, you can be knowledgeable in terms of what's going on on the highest of seven hills. They, it's public record. They're public servants, so they have to they have to release. And they need to know that we need that we mean business. And, you know, they need to know that enough of us are involved and not only involved, but we're informed. Uh, appreciate you out there, Montre. Uh, I see you out there. Hey, um, spread spread this uh, spread the news about this show. Let a let a concerned, caring rattler know. You know, let them let them know about the show. There's plenty of rattlers out there. A lot of lot of listeners. I mean, hit that thumbs up, hit that like button if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're on Facebook, hit the thumbs up button. Go let people know uh, about this show as we continue to try to break down some of the walls that have been uh, that have been keeping us and keeping us uh, down for for so long. So uh, we need we need more transparency, and we're gonna find ways. If you want our money, then you got to show us more. You got to tell us more. We need great leadership, not just good. We want great. We want excellence because we are an excellent university. We are the best university, the number one public HBCU in the nation. It might be the doggone best public institution in the state of Florida. So I just say that. All right. So that's going to do it for tonight's show. Thanks for everybody for watching. Spread the love about the show. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ONG Strike Zone. Go download the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. My JBM, my BCSN. You can always reach us via email, ongstrikezone at gmail.com. The fast begins on Monday, I think Kofi said. So uh, we're going to find something. We're going to find something. Ten days. Ten-day fast is coming up. We'll, we'll publicize some more information about that here in the upcoming days. But you guys be safe out there, uh, wherever you are, Rattlers. And uh, be steady, be strong. And uh, that's going to do it. Shout out to our producer, Melody Lucas. And for my guys, Kelvin and Kofi, I'm Brian Fulford. Thanks, everybody. Rattlers, let's be strong. Let's continue to strike. Strike. And strike again. Peace out. Keep the faith, Kenya. Keep the faith. Go on the break. Go on the break, Mel. Go on the break.
Got a producer back there sleeping. She back there. will give you just one measly entertainment subscription. One is no fun. With Verizon, there's up to seven entertainment subscriptions with your unlimited plan. That's seven times the... <laughs> seven times the... No, no. Seven times the... Yeah. Music, gaming, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, ESPN+, Plus, and more. That's seven times the entertainment. Because every... Thank <laughs> you.